hello. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Hope everybody's doing well. If you're just tuning in for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca, a six-degree black belt in the universal martial art. And our podcast is based on the principles of the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai series, Netflix series. So the um, part of the uh, Cobra Kai series that we are working on today is the uh, part where Daniel LaRusso takes his students into the uh, freezer to do martial arts training. Now, while they're in the freezer, they do different um, drills in there um, that help them practice in what's called cold weather training. Now, another word for that is called Kan Gaiko. Now, Kan Gaiko is a Japanese uh, martial art practice of training in cold weather. Okay? Now, that is our topic today as well. So, Kan Gaiko is our topic today. And some history on this is that I am I'm born and raised from Michigan, where it is it gets pretty cold in the wintertime. Now, um, in uh, thinking about this topic today... One of the things that was hard is um, it was um, hard to find a plus to live there now because I've been in Florida now for six years. Um, but when we were growing up in Michigan, uh, we were always outside every single day. We went, we went sledding. Uh, we made uh, jumps uh, for our sled hills to make them more fun. Um, we, went, uh, we climbed hills. We made snow forts. Uh, we made snowman. We had... Um, uh, snowball fights. Um, we dueled with icicles. Um, and anytime it was funny too, because, uh, you know, sometimes we'd have snow days up in Michigan and we were so excited because whenever we had a snow day, we'd go over to the neighbor's house and, uh, go sledding again. That was always our favorite pastime. We always went outside for a long time. And one of the things that was, uh, fun about that is that after we got done, uh, playing out in the snow, then we'd, uh, come inside and get a nice cup of hot chocolate. So that was always, uh, that was always fun. Uh, but basically, uh, we were always walking in a winter wonderland. So it was a lot of fun growing up as a kid in Michigan uh, doing that. And that's, I do miss that sometimes. Um, but here are some benefits to training outside. Okay, uh, For one thing, uh, being out in the cold, uh, shoveling snow, hanging Christmas lights, taking out the trash are all examples of uh, what you could be doing um, in the wintertime, okay? Uh, even um, now, I was up in Michigan last week, and I took some time to go take uh, walks out in the uh, cold. And it wasn't that cold yet, but it was about 30, between 35 and, uh, and, and 45 degrees around that mark, um, and the wind was blowing quite well, so it was, it was pretty cold in that respect. Um, some nights it was 35, and the uh, wind would blow right through you. So I could definitely feel the difference uh, between uh, there and, and living in Florida here. Um, but I'd still made time to go out and get my walks. Okay. And um, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But while you're out there doing your martial arts training, one of the benefits is, um, is that you heighten your senses. So when you're out there in the, in the, in the uh, cold, um, you tend to notice things a little bit more uh, as you walk around. Um, 
you sense an attacker coming. And you can do that by the exhalation of breath. So like uh, you can see, like you can see your breath when you're out in cold weather. And um, you can notice that um, to people far away, to notice that they're there um, so that you can uh, know if there's a potential attacker. Um, also to the, the twitch of a muscle. Okay, so as you're, uh, as someone's standing there and they may, um, you know, uh, get ready to, to move, you see them, their muscles twitching a little bit because of the cold weather to get their muscles warm to begin the movement. And sometimes you can use that to your advantage uh, to be able to, um, to defend yourself. And these are all things that were, uh, were explained in the uh, Cobra Kai TV series, uh, the way that uh, uh, Daniel LaRusso did with his students in a circle fighting drill. So those are all uh, uh, ways to, to heighten your self-defense capabilities. Now, um, I'm still, um, still researching this, um, but just from my own personal experience, the, um, the merits of the cold on your sore muscles. Um, sometimes it feels good, and sometimes it does not. Um, and I can base my uh, experience based on my, um, my recent trip to Michigan. Um, one of the things I, I learned is that uh, um, sometimes when, you're, when you have sore muscles and you're walking out in the uh, cold weather, um, it does kind of you know, act like a, um, a little bit like cold, like cold therapy on your, on your muscles, like as if you put ice on them. Um, so that if you have an injury or something that, um, you know, it could uh, help you benefit. But one of, the th one of the negative sides to living in the cold weather is that when I got up in the morning and it was cold still, um, I had a hard time uh, getting movement going. So um, I guess it depends on how you keep your house uh, in Michigan as well. Um, so I always recommend before you go out and hang Christmas lights or uh, shovel snow, that you stretch first. And, and that's why our martial arts schools in Michigan, why we always uh, stress the, um, the stretching routine as a part of class so that you can um, get your muscles stretched out and warmed up before exercise, especially after being in the cold weather. So basically, if you stretch out the back and the legs and the shoulders a little bit before you go out and, and uh, brave the cold to go uh, uh, shoveling, you should be just fine. Um, so in martial art practice, one of my uh, things that I came up with is that the secret to living in cold weather is to stay active, okay? So it's imperative that you have a martial arts school to attend or a gym to attend or to get a membership to a, um, like a place where you can go swimming year-round. Like a lot of the rec centers in Michigan will have indoor swimming pools. Um, and then you could get a membership for one of those. And those are worth their weight in gold, okay? I, I know that um, when I was growing up, um, I went to, I went to uh, uh, high school and elementary school in Michigan, and I also went to college in Michigan. And my college years in Michigan were great. Um, there was a, like a, uh, one thing about college, at least the college that my brother and I attended, uh, Eastern Michigan University, um, there wasn't, um, you had no really place, you had no locker at school. You had to bring all your stuff in your car and, and take it all home when you're done. And if you have a lot of classes or a lot of stuff to bring, it's kind of uh, burdensome.
But um, my brother and I learned of a of a secret way. You can go to the um, um, the main building there, and you can get you can register if you're early. You can register for a locker in the sports department. And I was getting a minor in physical education, so I knew about it. Um, and then we, me and my brother Scott, would uh, would go and get a um, a dedicated locker. We can put our own lock uh, lock on it, and we could use it the whole year. So we used to go and pay, I think it was uh, like 30 bucks or something like that. We'd pay for the locker for the whole year. And that was great because we both commuted so we can leave our textbooks and stuff like that at school. Um, another benefit too, um, they did have like temporary lockers that you can use at the rec center, but you can only use them for the day and then you had to take your lock off. So um, it wasn't dedicated for you. So while you're working out, you can always put your stuff in the locker and then leave. So um, it was nice growing up in Michigan and having access to the to the rec center because um, we used to we had weightlifting um, we had weightlifting machines there we had weight uh, free weights uh, we also had all kinds of cardio machines so I can keep my uh, exercise level up and then the cool thing was is that they also had a uh, combatives room okay now back in the day I could always tell when uh, when my brother or my friend Ray were in the combatives room by the way they punched because you could hear how the heavy bag moved. It sounded like they were they were hitting it hard and they were uh, deriving impact at every single blow. And that's different than some martial arts. Some martial arts do a whole lot of pushing and you don't want to be pushing the, 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 the person away. You want to be uh, impacting the person away, okay? So that you hit them hard and fast and that would cause damage or pain, therefore resulting in you be able to defend yourself. So that was always nice having those um, those things because in the wintertime, uh, you know, it's kind of uncomfortable being outside. You know, that's one of the things that you have to get over when you're in cold weather is you have to get over the comfort level. You have to be able to uh, go out and, you know, risk the cold, so to speak, and get out there and, and do stuff, okay? Um, another thing, too, is that um, because we had a dedicated locker in the... Uh, physical education department, we also had access to the other pool that nobody knew about. It was a club pool and a sauna and a hot tub. And not many people knew about it. Everybody knew about the main rec center, but not everybody knew about the physical education one they had there before. So um, in the wintertime, sometimes I'd be, uh, after a two-hour workout, I would be uh, in the hot tub looking outside of the, uh, the mirrored, it's a mirrored glass wall, so you can't see in, the people can't see in, but you can see out. Um, I'd see all the snow banked up on top of it and seeing everybody walking around in the snow with all their, uh, you know, hats and gloves and everything on and jackets. And then I'm in there just being toasty in the uh, sauna or hot tub. So those are some fond memories um, of going to college there. Um, I went to college there for about six years because I went, got my four-year bachelor's degree and I got my master's almost as well. But anyways, um, sometimes you... Uh, you have to brave out the cold. That's part of the uh, uh, acclimatization process. Um, when you're in a different environment, you have to get acclimatized to that environment. And you do need to step outside into your, uh, outside your comfort zone and get outside and, um, and get walking. Um, I noticed that when I was in Michigan, I hardly got any steps when I was there. Okay, then when I came back to Florida, I started off the first day I got back, I had 17,000 steps. But when I was in Michigan, I got about four or five thousand. So it's very easy to not to not um, uh, get any exercise or activity when you're in that cold weather environment. Now, um, 
part of two, part of your martial art practice that you can do out in the cold weather besides taking walks. And uh, even my son and I talked about uh, going snowshoeing. You know, that would be fun, a fun thing to do out in the cold weather because you can walk right on top of the snow and it'd be kind of fun as well. It's something that's probably way overlooked, you know. And um, also, too, um, when I was walking up in Michigan, um, I found a geocache uh, that uh, uh, Xander and my, my son Xander and I are really keen on doing the geocache. And I found one when I was up there um, in the park that I was walking. And I just happened to look, hey, so I wonder, wonder if there's a geocache here. And there, there was. So uh, it was kind of cool to find that. So we do that a lot in Florida. But another thing you can do for your martial arts training is you can um, kick boulders. We used to do this quite a bit in the scouts. Uh, we used to kick boulders because we were all kind of martial art uh, guys. Um, so someone would like, we'd do stuff like uh, we'd throw snowballs at each other or like uh, pieces of snowballs and you'd have to block them or you'd have to punch them uh, or palm strike them in the air or reverse knife hand because that that's a cool one to do with a snowball because um, you slice right through it. And then you try to do kicks too and kicks were a little bit harder to do because um, one of the things that I, um, that we do with, with kicks in cold weather is that um, your center of uh, a bat, your center of gravity is is kind of um, is kind of offset when you're doing a kick because you have to try and raise it so high. Um, so sometimes when you do that, you have a, a greater risk of falling, especially when the uh, surface that you're on is either wet or if it's um, uh, snowy or if it's icy. You could have run the risk of uh, of uh, falling. So one of the things that we used to do um, is do low kick training. And this is what I recommend for your training today, is do low kick training. Now you can do front kick, like knee level, um, or a heel kick. You can also do a side kick uh, knee level, or a swing kick knee level. Now, low kick training is a great way to do it. Um, you can do 10 on each leg and get a lot of good training in. And there's nothing wrong with the lower kick, okay? Um, some people have a hard time doing a lower kick well because they're only used to doing belt level or around there, and that's all they're used to doing. But you should be able to do your kick at any level that you can based on your flexibility. Uh, but low kick training is a great way to, uh, to get a good workout in in the, that kind of environment because you're, um, you, know, you have a lot of clothes on and uh, because the surface is slippery. And that's even true for the people living here in Florida. You know, if you're uh, out there on the, uh, the pavement and you got a wet surface, you have what's called Florida black ice, and sometimes that can also make you fall and slip. So anytime a surface is, um, is wet or slippery, you have to bend your knees more, and you have to make sure that you do a lower kick. Now, one of the things I wanted to comment on, I know some of the people that listen to my podcast uh, don't live in Michigan, uh, so the, the Con Geico would be a little different here, uh, but you can, uh, you can do it here as well um, in Florida. Um, one way to do it is that you're not used to it being colder. So when the, when the temperature does drop below 70 degrees, um, you guys are not used to that. So uh, going outside and doing some uh, Con Geico out there training would be good for you and your body. Okay. Um, we also look forward to this time of year because it isn't always 85 to 90 to 95 degrees all the time. Okay. And that's kind of nice especially for the three months or, th or four months we get of that, it's kind of like, uh, wow, this is awesome. We don't, it's not so incredibly hot all the time. Uh, 
So you don't have to practice the, the Shoshu Geico all the time. You can actually practice the Khan Geico, okay? Uh, so get out there, okay? Don't let you being used to 80 degrees or 90 degree weather uh, deter you from going outside. You should welcome the change and go outside and enjoy it. Now, another thing you can do for your martial arts training at this time is to do calf raises, okay? So I recommend about 10 to 15 reps, uh, a couple sets of that, and also, too, you can do it with one foot at a time, too. So you can do 10 or 15 reps on one leg and then 10 or 15 reps on the other leg. Uh, and all those exercises, whether you do them two at the same time or one at a time, will help you for your unsure, unsure footing, okay? So when you're doing your, uh, your martial arts, that you have a little bit better footing, especially when grounds can be uneven, okay, or wet and slippery, um, you can have a little bit better ankle, ankle uh, um, strength for that. Now, when you are doing cold weather training, one of the things that you want to do is you want to make sure that you're breathing in through your nose and out your mouth. Now, this is actually a preferred breathing method for a lot of reasons. One is, is that um, the hairs in your nose filter uh, dust and debris as you breathe in. Also, too, the air coming in through your nose is warmer than the air coming in through your mouth. So when you breathe in through your nose, it, it warms the air and also add, adds humidity to the air. So especially in the winter weather, when it, even in Florida here, it's a little drier than we typically have it because it's always uh, hot and humid here all the time. And especially in Michigan in the winter weather, it's a lot, it's a lot um, drier. Okay, people have problems with dry skin and uh, dry, dry everything in, the, in, the, in that time of year. So if you breathe in through your nose and breathe out your mouth, not only is it better for your training, but it also helps you to relax a little bit too. Even that breath I just took helps me to like relax a little bit, which is good. Helps you to to get your uh, sense of well-being. Okay, meditative even. Now another thing you can do too that's kind of fun. Um, um, we used to um, uh, we used to practice this at uh, at winter time when someone throws a big boulder at us. We try and see if we can swing kick it out of the air. So that's, that's some games you can play. Um, you can do it here with tennis balls. Uh, you, can hit, you can hit tennis balls at people in Florida, and they can block them or punch them or kick them, and you can see if you can do it. Uh, it was fun in wintertime being able to uh, have a, like a big boulder thrown at you, and then you swing kick it in half as it comes at you. It was kind of fun. So um, that's all good stuff that you guys can, uh, can try in those, in those in, um, uh, colder weather training. But the benefits are, are very numerous. Uh, so try it sometime and see if it works for you. Now, as you can see, um, this week's um, theme was winter-related, winter uh, winter-themed. We did this on purpose because we're getting close to the uh, holiday season, and we thought it would be uh, uh, fun to do that. Uh, next week's episode is going to be a Christmas episode. So we are uh, podcast uh, episode 11 is going to be the uh, going to be a Christmas episode, so stay tuned for that. We may also have a guest uh, a guest uh, on our on their podcast as well. Uh, we'll see, uh, but that would definitely be a lot of fun next week. Um, also, too, I wanted to start doing on the podcast. I want to start doing a secret word or phrase of the day. Okay, so uh, we're gonna every week we're gonna have a secret word or phrase. So that means that kids listening to the podcast um, can also uh, take part in the podcast and listen 
And at the end of the podcast, we'll give you a secret word or phrase that you can uh, tell to me uh, in classes, or you can email it to me as well. And then you could be eligible for discounts or for free stuff. Okay, so free stuff comes your way. Uh, you can uh, use that as well. So uh, the secret word or phrase today is ice muscles. Okay, so ice muscles is the secret phrase of the day uh, and the benefits that that, uh, that, that uh, gives you. Uh, don't forget that um, our podcast here is developed in order for you to fully learn Miyagi-Do Karate. You have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. So that's what we're all about. That's what we're all about, folks. Um, also, too, uh, we focus on learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life, increased productivity, and a better world. So I hope you guys enjoy your Khan Geico and enjoy the rest of your day. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care. Bye-bye.